This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. Welcome to Vibrant Raw Living. I'm your host, Victoria Madian. Join me on a journey of discovering your infinite potential. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today, I wanted to talk about releasing things from your past really with a full heart and doing this in such a way because oftentimes when we go into certain situations in our life, many people are seeking growth. Many people are seeking to move on. And sometimes it doesn't always happen in the healthiest of ways. And I think if you have not released things from your past in a healthy way, then you may be bringing those past patterns and those past behaviors into your current situation and then you won't be able to change certain circumstances in your life for the better and you won't be able to receive positive energy in other ways because that other past situation is weighing down on you. You know, I think there's been a lot of things that have gone on in the media. There's been a lot of things that are going on in Um, culture right now as far as like popularity of certain things that I definitely want to touch on um, throughout this episode. But there's also a lot of things that happen in people's lives that I feel like can really relate to in these circumstances. You know, life may not turn out the way you thought it did or you thought it would when you were younger. It has twists and turns. There's so many things that are out of our control, you know, One could argue that we're not in control of anything and that the best we can do is just work towards prevention of different things. But there are so many unexpected things that can happen in life. Disease, death, loss, breakups, huge shifts, having to move to a different part of town, having to move to a different part of the world. There's so many circumstances that are out of our control. And as much as we can work towards prevention and preventative measures, it doesn't always fix things or actually prevent things. You know, one person that's been really popular in media lately ever since she had a Netflix series kind of come out is Marie Kondo. And she is an organizational person from Japan. She's like a professional organizer. And I've really personally enjoyed watching some of her stuff. I know that she has books and she's had a lot of other, you know, she's been present in the, you know, global realm for quite some time. However, one of the things that I really appreciated about her style of letting go of past items is like, you know, she has the people on her show say thank you to them when they're releasing them and getting rid of them. Because everything comes into our life and it serves a certain purpose for a certain amount of time, whether that's a person, an object, a, you know, belief system, um, you know, whatever it is. And I think that sometimes we end up subconsciously hanging on to things just because we're scared to let go. We might feel intimidated of letting go. We might be afraid of what might come next or that the next decision that we would make would be so uncomfortable and just fearing that discomfort. However, when these people clear out their space and they get rid of these things that were making their space so cluttered and uncomfortable, oftentimes there's such a feeling of lightness and organization. And just Marie brings such a 
joyful energy to the show and makes the process, I feel like for the most of the people involved, a much more positive experience than it would be otherwise just bringing her philosophy into it and really helping people with techniques and how to do that. But I think really that concept of saying thank you is something that kind of reminds me of even salsa dancing. And I'm going to refer to this now and a little bit later, but you know, if you're out salsa dancing, if you ever have been, um, I do enjoy going salsa dancing quite a bit. And if you're hanging on to the one partner that you were dancing with for like the whole night, then you won't really get to experience a lot of other, um, you know, people and you won't understand like how to move with other people. Sometimes you learn different things from other people. So you wouldn't want to be just clinging to that one person the whole night And, you know, unless really that is like someone you came there specifically to dance with the entire time and, you know, you won't really know what's coming up next for you if you stay stuck in that partnership, I guess. And this is kind of when you're going through the process of getting to know what you like and getting to know different people and really building your skills But also some people can see this as like staying stuck in a relationship that's really not good, you know, which is a little bit different. But I do just want to touch on some different cultural norms. I mean, when we look at in the Middle East, there's a very different perspective on relationships than we have in the West, especially. So in Middle Eastern cultures, sometimes it's Indian cultures, Iraqi cultures, Iranian cultures, There are different things that can happen within these cultures, even Syrian, where there are women. I think it is specifically in India. um, I could be wrong about this, but in certain Middle Eastern cultures, you know, the wife may be forced to lament the loss of her husband. She may be thrown out of the house. She may no longer have any you know, rights to any of her children, the property that they had once he dies. And this became like an epidemic for a while of like, how do we care for these women? Because they end up just like old beggars on the street, you know, because they, you know, they birthed this whole family. And it kind of is, you know, societal appropriation, I guess. There's, there's certain things that are cultural appropriation as well. This is something that's normal and that has gone on in these cultures for a long time. And unfortunately, you know, there are certain parts of the Middle East where women are treated like their only purpose is to be present for their husband and provide children. And they don't really have any other type of life outside the home. They don't have a lot of rights. They don't have rights to education, which, you know, I'm really happy to see Malala Yousafzai has done a lot of work to make sure young women, especially in the Middle East and Iraq, um, They get education and they have access to education. I think that that's really, really important. In Western society, this can be seen as a little bit different. Sometimes women will be in many different relationships and they'll try to fulfill a void 
um, by being in many relationships, which is also can be really unhealthy because it's not really meeting a a need of self-worth. So I feel like there's these two very opposite ends of the spectrum where it's like you're not supposed to be in any other relationship than a relationship with your husband. And once he dies, you are like just, you know, you have like this curse on you basically and you're not allowed to do anything and you're not entitled to anything and you don't have any rights versus you know being a completely kind of more free-spirited woman where you're out and maybe doing a lot of different types of activities with a lot of different partners and things so this can be something that there's two very opposite sides of the spectrum when it comes to this now i think there is a healthy medium and depending on whatever type of religious beliefs you carry whatever type of lifestyle beliefs you carry this can be really really different for every person however i think that it is really important to keep an open mind in regards to living a full life and appreciating memories that you have with children that you have if even if you lose your husband let's say you are married and you lose your husband it's important to remember the good times that you have with them if you are in a relationship with a person for a long time or even a brief amount of time to to make the most out of that you know i think that we're seeing this in society one of the most recent really big pop culture stories has been chloe kardashian tristan thompson jordan woods in regards to this kind of like cheating situation um various degrees of responsibility amongst all the people of various degrees of atonement for each person and reconciliation to be able to heal the the process of everything that's gone on and i think to a certain extent you know each person within this realm has to come to a point where they let go of whatever part of their past that they need to and move forward in their life. And I think that we are seeing that in this situation, and it is just a very public situation, which is why I'm bringing it up. But it is something that people in their day-to-day lives, like people who are not famous, deal with all the time. You know, cheating is unfortunately really, really rampant in our culture divorce is really apparent in our culture and this is something that makes people it it is a struggle sometimes for people to let things go especially if you have children together that it's difficult to let go of all the love that you had for that person and move on and be with somebody else because you have this you know reminder of this child that is a positive thing, hopefully, that came from the relationship you had with a previous person. But there's a lot of different turmoil and a lot of different things around that. So it can be difficult to really let go. But I think the the positive thing that you can take from it is just really being open-minded to living the best life that you possibly can, regardless of whatever has happened in your past, making the most out of every situation and growing from every situation that you've dealt with i think it's really important to let go again with a full heart you know the universe wants so badly to bless us with incredible things but it's not possible when you're holding on to the past if you have your arms full of you know bricks and you're carrying all this heavy baggage on your back like you're not going to be able to really accept a hug from somebody who wants to care for you and i feel like that kind of metaphorically speaks to people that are hanging on to things that they don't necessarily need to 
You know, does the woman in the Middle East really need to mourn the loss of her husband to the point where she is like completely, you know, just broken off from her family? No, I don't think, you know, it's okay to like mourn a loss for a certain amount of time. And why should it be a problem for someone to move on and have another healthy relationship? Why should someone feel like they need to have many, many unnecessary relationships rather than really take time to heal and move forward in such a way where they can have a positive relationship in their life. It is very much a personal choice, and I feel like it's very much a personal development characteristic within people in regards to what they're going to choose to do. And we live in a society where we have a lot of free will, and we live in a world where we have free will to a certain extent. It's different in different cultures. But when we have this free will, it's important to remember that you, if it's not a part of the cultural norm, what are you doing to yourself mentally that's keeping yourself in a state that is so captive and that's really not allowing you to grow? And I think every individual knows what those things are for themselves, and it might be really, really difficult to face. Sometimes people pour their energy into another individual because they don't believe in themselves enough. They might pour their energy into their children or their work environment or whatever because they don't believe in their own talents and abilities and they don't they don't want to push themselves. And maybe they've been told no so many times in their life that they can't really honestly believe that they're worth achieving more in their life because they didn't have the people that believed in them and sometimes it's really really important to let go of those beliefs that way you can actually make the difference that you're meant to make that you can discover all that you're capable of and it is oftentimes more probable than not that there are things that are going to come to you in your future that you could have never even imagined happening And that is something just to be open to. But if you're closed off in your mindset of like, no, like, blah, 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 this and that, and the other happened to me, and I only deserve this and that, you know, you're not going to be able to be open-minded to those things. Also, I think it's really important to know that what comes will also go. You know, even if you're married to someone for a very long time, they will eventually die. Even if you, you know, If you have a pet also, like they will eventually die. Like these things that can bring us happiness, you could have a beautiful meal in front of you and eventually it is going to be inside of you and eventually it will no longer be inside of you. You know what I'm saying? But like it is, it's something like what comes will go. You know, there's something about, again, practicing like partner dancing, salsa dancing, this type of thing is that like when you enter into it, you appreciate and enjoy the time that you have with this person. You learn what you can while you can. And then when the song is over, you move on and you take the positives away from that. You grow from it. You learn what you liked about that, you know, particular experience or what you didn't like. You know, and it's it's just a learning process. A lot of people deal with disappointment and they're really hard on themselves about different mistakes that they may have made in their life. And they give a particular situation everything that they possibly can and then it doesn't work out. And then that can lead to a lot of resentment and being like, well, I don't really trust 
you know, the situation. I don't trust the universe. I don't trust that things are happening for my benefit. But it's just as important to trust the universe with the losses as well as the gains. You know, you may have, you know, it's like a tide in the ocean. There's so many things that will like come up to you, but then it's going to go back in. You know what I mean? Like in whatever nutrients or whatever you know, comes onto shore as a result of that push, you know, there are certain things that will also get drawn back out to sea. So there's an ebb and flow in life and you have to be trusting of that process. So don't hold on to the resentment, you know, leave it. It really does leave you in such a bitter state. And oftentimes you can end up like complaining to other people about the situation and it can just be like something that pours toxicity into all these other areas of your life maybe when you have positive friendships or something with other people it can just make things turn sour and bitter and people are like you know this is all you talk about all the time and you know let's try to move on from it you know and hopefully you have friends in your life that are helping you grow in some way and helping you to uh, be acknowledging this about your personality if it is something that's going on in your personality and helping you work through it that way you can move past it in a positive and constructive way and you know this is it's a process of refining yourself again you know it's important to process these situations and bring yourself into balance. And that is so different for every single person. There are so many different ways to heal from a variety of things that may happen to us in our life, but it is important to find what works for you. You know, you could use sound healing, you could use yoga, you could use meditation, you could use running, you could use music, you could use dancing, you could use some type of competitive sport. You could build a model airplane. You could do something creative with your time. There are so many different things that can be healing for certain people. For some people, maybe going and playing tennis is healing. You know, that may reduce your stress level and get your mind into a different state where you feel like you've accomplished something, where you feel like motivated and validated, whatever it is. I do think it is important to address like the mental aspect of it and really address the fine tuning of the thought processes on a very specific level. I do feel like processes like cognitive behavioral therapy and dialectical behavioral therapy can be really instrumental in this process and really useful. And I think they can be really useful tools to incorporate into your life when needed and they're good to have in your back pocket. So I suggest you guys look into that. You know, it may seem like when you've given so much of your time to a particular event, interest, person, lifestyle, whatever it is, it can seem like a total waste. And, you know, like it can seem like, wow, like I was doing this for such a long time. I feel like I wasted my time with this person trying to do this particular thing and it didn't work out and I'm so resentful and I don't ever want to do this or that again, which can kind of be in the initial stages of disappointment. You know, typically you're in a heightened state of emotional intensity and you might not want to make any big decisions during those times because, you know, you're going through, you know, a heightened state of emotion. So sometimes it's good to let things pass for a little while. Sometimes it's a few minutes, sometimes it's a few hours, sometimes it's a few days, sometimes a few weeks, whatever you need to do. You know, it's important to not 
get into a pity party with yourself because I feel like when you get into a process of feeling sorry for yourself and questioning why things aren't happening the way you want them to, you have to remember that there are so many other factors going on. There are other people in this world. There are other variables that are at play and that we're not in control of things. So you might see somebody being like, oh, like I wanted this and I achieved it and I manifested it. And you might think, oh, well, maybe I'm just not manifesting hard enough. Maybe I'm just not doing this or that enough. Maybe it's not meant to happen for you or it's not meant to happen for you right now. Can you trust that if that is the case? Can you be open to what other things may come into your life as a positive of letting go of that hardcore ride or die mindset about this situation? Can it be done? You know, I think sometimes there's a huge, huge benefit to keeping an open mind about letting those things go. And, you know, as much as I do value staying focused on a goal and achieving it, I definitely understand that working towards it, pouring a lot of energy into it. I think you also have to know that the more you do that to be prepared that it may not work out um, and to be able to cope with that loss potentially and pick yourself up, keep on moving, take what you can from it um, in a positive way make the best out of the situation and just keep it moving. But, you know, when you are mourning for an extended amount of time, you can really go overboard. And the problem with that is that you can't allow good things to come into your life. You know, people go through really hard times. I'm not going to discount that. People go through serious amounts of loss, serious amount of unexpected events, deaths, all these types of things like abuse, like all these types of things are very, very validated. And even beyond, you know, whatever I'm talking about, people go through hard stuff. I'm not going to discount that. However, if you live with the chip on your shoulder, you're never really going to see the the vindication of the blessings that can come into your life. Yesterday, I was able to witness a public speaking event at um, the church that I attend, the Rock Church in San Diego. And I believe his name is Nick Vujicic or Nick Vujic. Um, And he has no arms, no legs. He has like a little foot and he is so motivating. He's such an incredible motivational speaker. He gave such an incredible testimony in regards to how God is using his life in a positive way. And, you know, he has overcome so many different battles, so many different things like bullying and, just not understanding what the purpose of his life is, being born without limbs, you know. But, you know, I think a higher power has really been able to use his life for so much good. And if he had stayed resentful about that and really um, been in a state of not really understanding why things happen, which he discussed that he went through that time of not really understanding why and that he was suicidal when he was really young because he didn't want to go on the rest of his life living like this. But, you know, now he has four children and a wonderful life and a beautiful wife as well. So, and he does public speaking all over the world and just, you know, encourages people that even if you have some type of a disability or if you're dealing with some type of struggle in your past, like to let that go and to make the most out of your life and to accept, um, you know, for him, like Christ and God into his life in such a way that really allowed him to transform and be a blessing to other people. So 
whatever you're looking for in life, I feel like if you seek hard enough and if you really are focused on resilience and coming back from a a negative situation, whatever's happened to you that's negative, you can make a positive out of it. Maybe you've gone through a really traumatic injury or you're dealing with a particular rare type of disease. Like I know that I've seen people deal with this within the performing arts community, certain people dealing with cancer, Lyme disease, diabetes, like they raise awareness about it and they turn it into a positive where people can come together and not feel so alone and really just feel supported rather than dealing with it all on their own and and um, being miserable. You know, I think that's why I really enjoy discussing topics like mental health a lot because I see that it's a huge issue within society that a lot of teens are dealing with it. You know, oftentimes if you look in an average room of teenagers, a certain percentage of them have either thought about killing themselves or, um, you know, have attempted it. And 40% oftentimes are people that have come from broken homes. Um, You know, there's a lot of different things that people are dealing with on a day-to-day basis that we have no real depth of understanding about because everybody's situation is so different. But I think it's just important to remember that people are going through real things. This is real life. And there are really difficult challenges that happen with that on a day-to-day basis. It's not an Instagram feed that's curated and perfect all the time. Like stuff happens on a day-to-day basis that's really challenging for people to deal with. So I feel like it's important to remain sensitive and compassionate towards other people's situations and also sensitive and compassionate towards yourself that you may not do everything perfect the first time. You may not get the results that you wanted and you may not have what you thought you would have in comparison to your goals or even another person. So that is not for you to dwell on. The time spent dwelling on that wastes the time that you could be doing something that is aligned with your purpose, that is helping you get where you want to go, and that is helping you achieve whatever your destiny is and whatever amount of energy you have the ability to give to that, you know, from your own life and just invest in that and, and make the most out of that rather than dwelling on these other situations that can't be changed. You know, sometimes you have to move forward and things make sense in hindsight and you're not going to be able to figure out everything before moving on. I think to a certain degree, doing time to post-process things, um, you know, similar to how this happens with my students when we're in rehearsals for you know, different routines and stuff. We'll go to a competition. We'll get the judges' feedback. We'll hear from them. We'll be like, okay, this is, you know, their opinion, like what they think should be changed or worked on, you know, and that's kind of the post-processing. But you don't dwell on that and be like, oh, so-and-so, like you were off at this point or like you needed to do this bigger. It's like you don't waste a lot of time with that. You give really direct, you know, concise advice. You apply it and then you move on. So that is something that, I think going through a process, especially working in the performing arts industry, you deal with a lot of rejection, you deal with a lot of other people's opinions, you deal with a lot of criticism. I feel like it's something that's personally given me pretty thick skin 
However, it can be something that other people can learn from and learn to not be afraid of so much because I feel like it really does help you in the long term when you have an open mind towards taking constructive criticism and being grateful for for people's constructive criticism in your life. So just don't, don't let these situations, the opinions of other people, all this type of stuff, like get you down to the point where you're not even really processing, you know, things that can be processed. And I understand that depression and anxiety can really affect people to a point where they are completely just paralyzed um, in fear, in anxiety, and whatever you're doing. It can be really, really difficult to, to come back from that. However, when you do learn to like step outside your comfort zone and get outside of your house, you realize that you're not alone, that other people are dealing with similar circumstances in sometimes very different ways, but that you're not alone. And, you know, you're going to be going through a process of making the best out of your life. You're going to be going through a process of learning to come back from whatever loss you may have had as just as much as other people are experiencing that own growth process for themselves in their own life. You know, we, that's the part of, you know, seeing that vindication of the blessings coming in. So, you know, it's like, we will all die. And I, I, you know, this is a truth that I had to face really early on. I went to funerals at a really young age, several of them, you know, under the age of, I think, seven years old. Um, I think the first funeral I went to was when I was five, and it was actually for another child that lived in my neighborhood that had passed away, um, had drowned in the bathtub, and was really, really sick at the time. So that was, you know, that was really, really hard growing up to see that, and you see how much people are mourning the loss of this individual, and how much pain it causes people, and you know, you hear them lamenting and crying and just like how it just breaks their heart to like lose somebody. At the same time, I feel like it really made me appreciate life because you see like, wow, like any day I could die, like you never know what's going to happen. So, you know, it's important to be able to kiss goodbye the past and grow from each experience that you have in your life. We may face some really, really challenging circumstances in our life. However, it's always important to believe in yourself that whatever you're going through, that it will make sense in the future and that you're capable of getting through it now. I think that's a really, really important piece of advice that I can share with you guys because in the thick of the mist and the fog and all that stuff, when you're going through the disastrous situations, you're in the flames, you're in the smoke, whatever. It's very difficult to see things clearly, but eventually it does pass. Eventually you do get out into the other end. Sometimes it takes days, months, years until that process happens. However, you can get through it and it's keeping that belief in yourself that you are capable of doing that. That is very, very important in regards to resilience and being able to move on. You know, you can't really become who you're meant to be if you're harboring all this resentment. And sometimes there may be a clear path out of that smoke, but you're really just staying in it and staying in it because you don't want to move on because you're like, no, like I, whatever was here, I need this. Like I can't move on from this. There may be a clear path out that you're not taking 
you know, because you may be stuck in a negative habit pattern that is not serving you, but it's comfortable, but you don't want to move on from it because that means you're going to have to change and that's scary. You will have to forgive another person who wronged you. You'll have to let go of a certain degree of a condescending spirit you may be having by saying bad things about other people. Kiss it goodbye. Say goodbye to that. What does that really offer anybody's life? You know, I just really don't think that that's a positive thing to have in your life as far as like friends and gossiping and all this kind of stuff. Like, I don't think that really leads towards, you know, greater positivity. You know, you can't, you really cannot become who you've always wanted to be or who you are meant to be if you continue down a path with those habits, you know. And I I really believe that if we worked half as much on the internal aspects of our lives as we did on the external, we'd be in a much better place and we'd be much better off, you know. Oftentimes, a lot of what we see as far as what's out there in the world is such a facade. You can see a couple out in public and you might think, oh my gosh, they're the most like beautiful, perfect couple ever. Like, look at how wonderful their life is. You don't know what's going on behind the curtains of their life. You don't know what's going on backstage in their life. They could be fighting. They, you know, they could be like cheating on each other. You never know. So I think it's always important to be kind to people, take everything with a grain of salt, and don't idolize other people's situations to the point where you feel like your life is worthless or they're better than you. Or It's like, no, everybody has bad days. Everybody goes through different things in their life. Everybody's doing the best that they possibly can. So don't get fooled by the facade and the kind of, you know, illusion that you may see out in the world all of the time really learn to see through to a spirit of an individual rather than judging the external so much. That is a huge piece of advice I can offer for you. You know, I know for me, I have friends of all different walks of life, all different shapes, sizes, cultures, backgrounds, all this type of stuff. And it is one of the most rich things that I have in my life. Like it brings so much just wonderful positive energy into my life. And for me personally, I really love being around people that are just living their authentic truth. If they have purple hair and tattoos, awesome. If they are amazing singers and they like to dress a certain way or they're from a certain way and they like to practice a certain culture or whatever, like I just love seeing people be their authentic self because I think the world needs more of that. And I love seeing glitches in the matrix. I love creating glitches in the matrix, if you will. You know, it's we don't have to do everything according to society's norms. It's okay to branch out and be yourself because I feel like when you do that, it it just makes the world a better place, honestly. Um, I think one of the things that has come up in recent pop culture also is ariana grande's song that she did seven rings you know it's all about buying things to acquire happiness and you know how you can buy happiness and i think one line in there's um of the lyrics is whoever said money can't buy solve your problems must have not had enough money to solve them i just think that that's such a negative thing to be sharing with the youth um it is seems like a very like sly corporate 
<laughs> I don't know, way to like slide into people's minds that like buying things is going to make you happy and that people who buy things are happier than people who don't have things. I genuinely don't agree with that. I mean, for me personally, I think that living at a high degree of wealth is being able to live off the lowest percentage of your income possible and be like really happy with that and really live within your means. Um, and to just like save and like that type of thing. Like, I don't think like blowing money on things really builds happiness. I think that that causes a lot of anxiety for people and truth of the matter is, is like when you blow a lot of money on something, you no longer have that. You have this thing that, you know, is that really offering like that much worth to your life? I just think that that's really kind of goes back to, you know, Marie Kondo, like being really organizing your life in such a way where you keep things in your life that are useful to you, that bring you joy, that really offer something special to your life and just being discerning about that, not just buying things to have things or buying things for your happiness. Like I am all about celebrating people's success and like having means to like take care of yourself and be independent and, you know, financially independent, all those types of things. I think that's, that's wonderful. However, I do think that it is really important to also acknowledge that money does not solve your problems. You know, for oftentimes people that can come into large amounts of money, you see people that win the lottery, that it, it doesn't always work that way because all of a sudden you know, oh, well, you know, my uncle has this amount of money and stuff. Well, I need a new car. Why aren't you helping me out? It can cause a lot of issues for people. So, you know, it's it's important to let go of that mindset that materialism is going to bring you happiness that external things outside of yourself are going to bring you happiness. That really is an internal job. And I think when you operate from happiness and a peaceful, loving state within, that will flow out into your decision making. Because even if a huge amount of money comes your way and you don't have that taken care of within, that money's going to be gone because you're not going to use it properly. It's it's going to be wasted. So it's important to take care of that internal process. That way you can actually do something positive with that invested in such a way that it will continue to grow. It will continue to give back to the community. It will continue to, you know, prosper and bring life to situations and really think about what you're contributing to. Are you creating more of an issue where you're accumulating more things that you will have to eventually let go of? Or are you investing in certain ways that's going to bring more abundance and like blessing into your life and the lives of those people around you. You know, I think most of us don't realize we're sitting on a treasure chest and there's so much that we already have that we may have already wished for, that we may have already asked for. And there is just, you know, just a, an abundance of blessings that really wants to come into our life. And if we can get off of our butt and do something with our life, we'll realize that that's what's going on. You know, I feel like a lot of people are either putting their energy in the wrong directions or they're not really realizing how much they're gifted with. And this can be, you know, if you're not sharing the gifts that you've been given with the people around you in such a way where it is uplifting and putting those things to use, then I feel like when people don't do that, you're basically like 
it's almost like a disrespect to how gifted you've been. And I think that's something that motivates me with my choreography and my ability to dance is that I really enjoy working with my students on a day-to-day basis. It's something that I've been gifted with and putting it to use really helps me to feel fulfilled in such a way that really nothing else can take the place of. So, you know, I think it's really important to also care less about the opinions of others and, you know, other people are going to say whatever they're going to say about you and you also have the discerning decision to ignore the hate or whatever people are going to say that is negative. So, um, and remain humble at the same point, you know. I think oftentimes people say really negative things about others because they have not let go of certain things in their own life. Maybe they are dealing with an internal issue that they don't know how to cope with, so they're projecting it onto another person. That is not a healthy way of going through the process of letting go of energy. Like, that just creates more issues. You know, everybody is fighting their own fight, and I think it's really important to not stuff things down and just really, again, believe that you're capable of processing it and being guided by another individual, a higher power like yourself, whatever it is, like you're capable of being able to work through it if you invest that time in yourself. Now, again, like what other people think of you is not your business, so don't necessarily place so much emphasis on your self-worth in regards to that being based on other people's opinions of you. You know, you want to surround yourself again with people that are building you up, that are supporting your dreams, that are helping you get to where you want to go. Even if it doesn't work out, they're going to be like, wow, like I'm really glad that you tried that. And like, what do you feel like you learned from that? What are you going to be doing next? What are you looking forward to? How can I be supportive to you? Um, you know, in whatever way that I can moving forward. Those are the kinds of people you want in your life. You know, what you're unwilling to walk away from is where you will get stuck. And if you have people in your life that are kind of facilitating the process of you staying stuck where you are and not allowing you to grow and not being like, oh no, like, you know, telling you things like, oh, you'll never be able to do that. You won't be able to achieve these things. You don't deserve that, blah, blah, blah. Those are negative people that you need to show the door. Okay, those people don't deserve to be in your life. You know, you don't want to be keeping the wrong people in your life because then the right people can't come in. You know, I think a process that I went through as far as like my change, as far as my lifestyle and dietary choices and all this type of stuff. I've talked about this before. I had incredible friends come into my life after I really decided to make some major changes. And those people have stuck with me through years and been incredible as far as the support system. And I think even almost more grateful than I am for making the lifestyle choices. I'm so grateful to have those people in my life. So, you know, I had to walk away from toxic friendships and and things, you know, when I was younger. And thank God I did, because if I kept on staying in those same patterns and expecting different results, I don't even want to think about the mental state that I'd be in if that's what I was in. But the reality is a lot of people do stay stuck in that and they're so scared to make the changes that could be for the positive, um, you know, whether it's dietary, movement based um, you know, financial shifts, whatever it is, people can be really intimidated by that. So it's very important to 
just believe that you're capable of that change. Be open-minded to other people coming into your life that are going to be even better than you have now, that are gone through a different refinement process, that are going to be positive and uplifting. It's important to remain hopeful about that. You know, if someone is not offering value into your life, that's also important to let go. That's important to be discerning in that way. And I think there's a difference. You don't want to approach friendships and things like, oh, well, like, what can I get from you? What do you offer me? If you don't give me anything, then like, I don't want anything to do with you. I'm not saying having that type of a mindset because that's pretty unhealthy as well. I think that you can also be a mentor to somebody. You can be... um a help to somebody else. You can create a connection for another person that's positive. You can create good karma and help other people that may be, um, you know, a little less advantaged or could benefit from some of the connections you have. And don't expect like the karma to come back or like the the positive energy. Like don't expect another person that you offer that benefit to to do the same thing for you and and really give you that boost in the same way. It may come from a totally different area of your life. So don't do things with the expectation that you're going to get something out of that person or that situation. It may come to you in a totally different, unexpected way at a later time. Um, and that's important to remain open-minded about. You know, accept that you're not necessarily going to be able to control everything. But what you can do is hold yourself of high value and realize that you have a very, very important purpose in this world that you can let go of those beliefs that you had that were just demons in your mind, lies, like just lies telling you things that aren't true about yourself, you know. I don't know you personally, but I have a feeling that you're a good person that's focused on their growth in life, that is wanting to achieve more for themselves, that wants to create a better life for themselves. And everybody makes mistakes. People are going to be going through different things at different times of their life, and you can't judge yourself for going through that. You're human. So make the most out of your time here do what you are meant to do and let everything else that's holding you back just fall away. Love your journey and enjoy the process. Thank you for tuning in to Vibrant Raw Living. Remember that you are just as worthy, deserving, and capable of achieving and maintaining your dreams as much as anyone else. If you have found this podcast useful, please subscribe via iTunes or SoundCloud and share it with your friends and family. You can find links to my Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Pinterest, and Snapchat in the show notes below. And if you'd like to follow me for updates, which I only share via email, come on over to my website at victoriamadian.com. I love you and I'm wishing you a wonderful day. Go out there and discover your infinite potential. The Specialty Produce app is the world's number one handheld resource on produce. The app features photographs, recipes, geography and history, taste and culinary applications on over 1,900 produce items. From apples to zapote, we've got your produce questions answered. Our app is available for both iPhone and Android. Download our app for free today.